What up, what up, what up? It's Herb Hill to Keep It Real Podcast. How's everybody doing? How you doing? How you feeling? How you living? Doing good on this side. Um, what I want to talk about today is, or rather, I, I pose a question. Why are we so ex- accepting of these apologies? <clears throat> like, why do these wicked corporations, these wicked companies, these people, these uh, businesses clothing lines, entertainment companies, whatever, whatever it is. Why do they get to issue out an apology and then that's it? Oh, we're sorry for doing this. We're sorry for causing this or our intentions weren't to do that. An apology does not take away the fact that you've made some mistakes. An apology doesn't take away that people are affected by these things. And whether it be racism, whether it be uh, sexism, whether it be prejudiceness whether it be anything whatever it is it it's not something you get to just do and then move on and it shouldn't be but we're accepting of those apologies i mean i'm not because i hold on to everything and i'm not these people haven't directly affected me but i'm saying oh no no i know what you're about i know what you're doing so check like when you see uh, i hate to say this clothing line name because i know what it means but Balenciaga, when you see companies like that and the stuff that they're doing, they're pushing pedophilia through their clothing and they're, they're probably doing this human trafficking and stuff on the back on the background. Allegedly, I'm going to say that because I ain't trying to get caught up in nothing, but allegedly that's what people are saying and that's what people think as well. But when you're when you're pushing stuff like that, how is that even cool? And there's a lot of people that are pushing that stuff. There's a lot of names that are tagged to that type of behavior with the trafficking and the kids and a lot of names, a lot of big names. A lot of people were on a certain island and a list that is not out here because probably 90% of people that they throw in our faces are, as idols have been there. I'm not making this up. I'm just saying like, but these people get to issue out an apology. Oh, we didn't mean to. Oh, we didn't want to do this. No, but there's no reason to be pushing that type of stuff through a clothing line. If you catch my drift. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for people like Howard Stern, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Sarah Silverman, Billy Crystal. There's no reason for these type of people to be doing blackface. And they're they're Jews. No apology from them. They only apologize when they get caught up. But if you're going to apologize when you get caught up, then maybe you shouldn't have did it in the first place. Don't do something that you know you're going to have to pay for. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go rob a bank, even though I, I, I I need the money. But... I'm not going to rob the bank because I got to go steal from somebody. I know what's wrong before I do it. And there's enough people in these people's circle to tell them, hey, that's wrong. But they they do blackface. And another famous Jew that did blackface, Drake. There, there's another one. That's an honorable mention. <laughs> an honorable mention for you. But the medical field, 
the medical field makes a lot of mistakes. Oh, we we gave the wrong medication. I'm sorry for anybody that's damaged. Here, call this hotline number. You're you're guaranteed a million dollars. Y'all know what y'all doing when y'all put these types of medications out. That's why in the commercials they show somebody happy holding hands with their loved one, enjoying life, but the commercial rolls down all the things that can go wrong. Oh, uh, suicidal tendencies, uh, severe diarrhea, bloating, uh, rectal itching, uh, <laughs> uh, diarrhea, uh, migraines, um, vertigo, blah, 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 blah. Just for antidepressant. Like, they tell you these things, but they know people not listening because y'all selling it. You're selling it to them. And then these people do it. They get it. And something goes wrong. And then the, the doctors, they're pushing certain things and advertising certain things in the hospitals. And now here we are with the pokes. And this has turned into a shit show because, it, I mean, it was already one to begin with, but... And I'm, I'm telling you, about 20 years from now, they're going to issue an apology. Oh, we made the we made a mistake. We we jumped the gun, but they were already developing the poke back in January of 2020 before it, COVID even got here. And that's in the newspaper right next to uh, Kobe Bryant. The day after he passed, January 27th, the day after he passed. It's a picture of Kobe and his daughter in USA uh, Today uh, newspaper. And on the side segment, uh says U.S. and Russia develop vaccine. Why were they rushing? It wasn't even here yet. It was just in China, in Wuhan. But they rushed the vaccine, which was already packed. I, I ain't getting into all that today. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on a mission. I'm trying to talk about something, but... Um, the medical field will be issuing out apologies and and, uh, removing mandates that they forced on people trying to make it mandatory to get it in that organization or that corporation or that business or that group or whatever it is that job, school they mandated these things to make you do it and they forced you to do it. They, they they fired people who didn't do it. They're going to issue on an apology one day. If they haven't already. But the apology ain't going to be because, oh, we made you guys do it. It's going to be, we didn't know that this was going to happen to you. We didn't know this was going to come of that. We thought it was safe and effective. We thought it was going to help everybody. Believe me, it's coming. Because the medical field has a history of these things. They have a history of doing something to people and issuing out apologies years and years and years and years later. In the 1880s in Hawaii, a Californian physician working at a hospital for lepers injected six girls under the age of 12 with syphilis. In 1895, a New York City pediatrician, Henry Heinemann, intentionally infected two mentally disabled boys, one four four years old 
and the other one 16 years old with gonorrhea as a part of a medical experiment. It's crazy, man. U.S. Army doctors in the Philippines infected five, pri five prisoners with the bubonic plague and induced beriberi in 29 prisoners. Four of the test subjects died as a result. Nineteen oh eight. Three uh, Philadelphia researchers infected dozens of children with tuberculin at St. Vincent Orphanage in Philadelphia, causing permanent blindness and painful lesions and inflammation of the eyes and many others. That's crazy. This is what they do though. And they issue out apologies later. In 1911, Dr. Hideo Noguchi of Rockefeller Institute for Medical Research in Manhattan, New York City injected 146 hospital patients, some of whom were children with syphilis extract. He was later sued by the parents of some of the children's subjects who allegedly contracted syphilis as a result of his experiments. And then the Tuskegee experiments. We all know about that. We all know what they did there. Um, they, I believe they injected these black men with syphilis and said, oh, and they used, um, oh, they came under the guise of free healthcare. Oh, we're gonna help you guys. We wanna help you guys to check it and see if you guys got bad blood. I believe they injected the syphilis in them and watched it spread and watched um, and, and seen how it went within them and didn't give these men medical treatment at all. They refused to do it because they wanted to see how the experiment went. That's what I believe. That's not what the story says, but I believe they injected it in them. In 1946 to 1948, a study in Guatemala, U.S. researchers used prostitutes to infect prison inmates, insane asylum patients, and Guatemalan soldiers with syphilis and other sexually transmitted diseases to test the effectiveness of penicillin in treating the STDs. They later, they later tried infecting people with direct inoculations, direct inoculations, made from syphilis bacteria poured into the men's penises and on forearms and faces that were slightly abraded or in a few cases through spinal punctures through needles approximately 700 people were infected as part of the study including orphan children the study was sponsored by the public health service the National Institutes of Health, the Pan-American Health Sanitary Bureau, now the World Health Organization's Pan-American Health Organization, and the Guatemalan government. The team was led by John Charles Cutler, who later, who later participated in the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. Cutler chose to do the study in Guatemala because he would not have been permitted to do it in the United States. In 2010, when the researchers um, 
were revealed, the U.S. officially apologized to Guatemala for the studies. A lawsuit has been launched against John Hopkins University, Bristol, Myers, Squibb, Bib, <laughs> Squibb. Um, and the Rockefeller Foundation for alleged involvement in the study. Well, as I say, oh, here's another one. There's a couple more. <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy, man. This is what they do. This is the people we supposed to trust and believe in. Um, In 1950, Dr. Joseph Stokes of the University of Pennsylvania deliberately infected 200 female prisoners with viral hepatitis. From the 1950s to 1972, mentally disabled children at the Willowbrook State School in Staten Island, New York, were intentionally infected with viral hepatitis for research whose purpose was to help discover a vaccine. From six, uh, 1963 to 1966, Saul Krugman of New York University promised the parents of mentally disabled children that their children would be enrolled into Willowbrook in exchange for signing a consent form for procedures that he claimed were vaccinations. In reality, the procedures involved deliberately infecting children with viral hepatitis by feeding them extract made from feces of patients infected with the disease and this is crazy in 1952 chester m southam a sloan kettering institute researcher injected live cancer cells known as hala cells or hela cells into prisoners at ohio state penitentiary and cancer patients also at sloan kettering 300 healthy females were injected with live cancer cells without being told the doctors stated that they knew at the time that it might cause cancer and my point is proven and there's been plenty of things in the medical field where they do it they know what they're doing and they apologize they know what their intentions are in the beginning and they just hope that you're foolish enough to believe them. And now people are having these reactions all over the world, passing out, having strokes, having heart attacks, and a bunch of other things going on. Um, this is what's going on. But we accept the apologies and we'll trust them again. Pfizer has been a dirty company. Anthony Fauci has been a dirty person. And a lot of these people that push these things are dirty people. Why do we trust them? Why? Question these things, man. Use your discernment. We all got discernment. You got to use it. Period. Or do some research. If you can't use discernment, do some research. I mean, you got to look. The things is out there. Like I said, man, I always say this. In the age of information, ignorance is a choice. We have the internet. Everybody is on their phone all day long. Or y'all TikToking. 
doing stupid challenges, y'all should be paying attention to what's really going on. How does a company like Pfizer, how do they get to produce um, a, a poke inoculation for people when they received the biggest fine in U.S. history of $2.3 billion in 2009 for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. Once a liar, always a liar. Once you're dirty, you're always dirty. Once you're wicked, you're always going to be wicked. So companies like this, companies like Gucci that make racist designs on their clothing and then they apologize when they know how it's going to be received. Black people wear Gucci. Black people wear Prada. Black people wear uh, Alexander McQueen and uh, Saint Laurent and I don't know all these stupid clothing lines. I don't wear nothing, nothing like that. I don't wear none of this stuff. People, black people wear uh, Versace and all that crap. But these people don't give a damn about you. And this ain't a black people clothing. Uh, podcast i'm just saying like these people are constantly disrespecting you the customer by making designs like this but y'all oh we we we're not gonna do this you burn them and then your next video you wearing them again so which is it these apologies must be working that don't work for me because these people they plan they know exactly what they're doing they know exactly what they're doing. Why disrespect somebody if you're trying to make clothing, if you're trying to be popular, but they're making clothes that's not for you. You just happen to wear them. So keep them apologies. Maybe we should stop trusting these people. Or maybe we should stop forgiving them. Maybe we should. Because these people are choosing to do bad things. They're choosing to be wicked. They're choosing to be evil. They're choosing to disrespect people. And then they say, I'm sorry, after they get caught up. You don't apologize after you get caught. Apologize when you do it. Or maybe just don't do it. If you know you're going to be apologizing. Think before you do. Don't do before you think. That's, that's free game right there. Think before you do. Don't do before you think. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like These people constantly apologizing for the atrocities that they've created or these bad, disrespectful events or situations. Oh, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to do this. We didn't mean to offend the black community. But you did. Apologies don't work no more. Because they pick and choose what a sorry is. They pick and choose whose who's, um, apology they want to accept. And not to jump back on the Kyrie Irving thing. The dude said sorry after they suspended him. But they still suspended him. And then tried to make him hop through more hoops just to play ball again. Now he's playing ball again. But that sorry didn't cut it. They want to break you and make you feel. They want, they want to know that you're remorseful. And until you're remorseful, then they'll let you do what you got to do. I mean, Will Smith smacked another black man. and He's still apologizing. He smacked another black man. They don't usually care about black on black crime. 
but the fact is he did it on a white TV show, a white award show. So he's still out here apologizing to people. But these people do blackface, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. Man, oh man, Richard Spooner. I've seen Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and guess what? Not a lot of black folks on the show. Right. Not a lot of black folks on the show. Know why? Because black folks don't like to answer questions. Oh, they want to be millionaires, but you got to ask that kind of question. Like, in 1981, how many grams of crack did Rick James smoke when he recorded Super Freak? <laughs> Sometime at night, call below, look up in sky and say, what the hell going on up there? Do UFO live on other planet, phoning home like E.T.? I look like the beautiful Queen Latifah. And, and these ain't just the only people, it, you know, there's several people, white people, Jewish people, all types of people, uh, Asian people, they do it too. But... It, you know, I'm not trying to bring up the racism stuff, but I'm saying these people don't apologize until after the fact. They don't apologize until after they do it and after they get caught. They don't issue out a statement, look, I did this for a script, blah, 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 trying to be funny. I realized it was insensitive. Come on, man. Anybody not black putting on any type of um, ink or blackness on their skin is going to come off offensive because it is offensive and it was done to be offensive you can't recreate something that wasn't funny to people and make it funny again to people which is why black people doing whiteface is considered funny I don't think it's funny but people think it's funny because it's not too there was no past history of this that was disrespecting people. The past, when people was doing blackface, it was meant to make fun of black people. Anyways, keep these damn apologies, man. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear these apologies no more. These people are, an apology is just them saying, hey, sorry. Sorry I got caught, I'm going to do it again, but I'm sorry this time. I'll try to be better at hiding it. That's what their apologies mean. All these people that's doing this stuff with these kids, these Kardashians, they keep getting their name put out there, but nobody seems to stop listening or watching or caring about these people. It's like everybody still pays attention to them, still follow them, still subscribe, still do this and following, liking everything they do. These people are not who you think they are. All of them. All these Hollywood people, none of them are good. But y'all keep following these people, man. And they can keep these apologies too, and so can you. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.